0: up, what's up, what's up? I hope everybody is doing well. Welcome to Weekly Games Chat. This is episode 326. Uh, my name is Sean. I'm going to introduce my two pals. John first as always, and then we'll of course introduce Chris. John, how you doing? You're number one, numero uno, sir. How you doing today? Are we, um, before, oh, Chris is... Chris is. So we'll get to that. Uh, do we have a drink for today's weekly beer chat?
1: Same we old do. sour from last week.
0: I, you said, but you, last week you did mention you were, uh, you had learned, you, you'd you found out about yourself. You know, you had found out you were going to be a, a sour drinker. Possibly you, you tend to I like, Do drink. like
1: my sours.
0: Yeah. That's what's up. My dad yeah. loves sours.
1: I don't like sours anymore.
0: Yeah. I'm out on sour. Suddenly, ladies and gentlemen, you heard is uh sultry. Is it sultry? Sultry?
1: Sultry sultry
2: sultry voice chris what's up buddy how are you doing at my local bar there are two emblems on the side one says ipa chris from when my dad was an ipa man yeah and sour chris when he became a sour beer man are there like you said they're towels Towels? what you said they're like, like little stealing? little plaques on the side of the bar
0: oh i think that's pretty cool that's that's one of those <laughs> that's funny
2: that's one of those
0: things that, that that at your local bar they have that little flair. That's pretty dope. Yeah. Um So Here how have you I'm guys up. been? How's this week been? Since yeah. the last time we all got together and talked.
1: Been well fun, this weekend huh? I got stabbed in the head with a nail. Did <laughs> you really? Yeah, the I was so I was at my parents' house. Yeah. And that whole weekend from from well, we'll say Saturday, from Saturday on. Um, like we went, we went, we went to, um, we went, we went to run a couple of errands and when we, and I'd left, i always, when I go to my parents' house, I typically take Burgess with me. What's up, Burgess? And so we, so we left Burgess in the house by himself. And when we, when I got back, I was like, something smells like boo-boo. I mean, it just smells awful. And I'm looking all over the house. Burgess is following me like what what's wrong, Daddy? Um, and I can't find anything. Nothing's on the ground that I can see. And then I start to realize that actually I think it was mom who said that there's a there's a <laughs> there's a dead animal in the attic. Uh
2: just, just, just existing. Just rotting well, away, just dead releasing its and methane existing. gases, yeah.
1: all kinds of stuff. So, you know, it, it starts to <laughs> it, you start to get used to it after you settle in for about a 20 minutes or so but when you come back into the room
0: you know in your face
1: so i yeah i had to go because my my mother was going to go up there herself and she's like she's 65 years old no you're not going to go into the attic because we don't have one of they don't have one of those drop down ladders that you go in you have to go into the garage and through (laughs) through the ceiling so it takes it takes a long time and and i and as i was lifting myself up a nail that had been that went through the wood from a shingle just just mm-hmm. poked me in the head had to call the doctor see this is old man chat again i no, had to it's call not. the doctor it's really and not. see if and to make sure my tetanus shots were up to date
0: now that right. made it old man chat yeah <laughs> <laughs> they altered the head that's like metal bro <clears throat> Tetanus shot verification that's old man chat
1: <laughs> but this is but i'm gonna t- this is a story i would never tell this audience but it's funny so i need to i need to tell but because like i went someplace that i never would really say out loud yeah so a a few a a couple months ago i bought i bought a bible for a really good price okay okay ladies and gentlemen if you didn't know i'm the son of a preacher man uh but i I didn't know bibles
0: were expensive or cheap i know what's a good price for a bible yeah say what what's a good price for a bible like the going rate for an average bible
1: Going I, these days, I, I just, mean, depend depending on the binding, whether it's bonded leather, goatskin, uh, cowhide, anywhere from seven sixty to a hundred and fifty bucks, I guess.
2: I guess my the way we always did it was we'd go stay at the motel and thank the Gideons in the morning. Take the Gideon Bible.
1: <laughs> they stamped it, didn't they? Those, <laughs> Those dang bad bastards. So, so, um usually i mean i i've I've had my Bible for twenty five years, and typically traditionally when you go into a bible bookstore and you buy a Bible, you get your name engraved onto it yeah well, it just so happened this time I' found it at an <laughs> i don't know if y'all have ever been to an ollies
2: yeah uh, I found <laughs> it for a
1: really cheap price, really nice bible uh so i so there's no you know twenty five years later there there are no Bible bookstores in our town
0: right anymore.
1: Right. So I'm, I promise I'm getting to some, I'm getting to a point here. I believe you. I believe So, you. So we went into, we, me and my parents went into town looking, for, I mean, cause cause where my parents are from, there's still plenty of them around where they live. So we went in there. I said, look, Hey, I bought this Bible. Can you engrave it for me? So yes, yeah, since we don't, since you didn't buy it from us, it's going to be a little bit more. it will be eight bucks. I'm like, that's fine. And I actually bought another Bible. Uh, that I was looking for. So I got two of them engraved, but I was there at the checkout counter
2: making my purchase,
1: (laughs) making Sean, my spiritual holy purchase.
0: Right. Okay. Right. And
1: my eyes are wandering around the room. Now I'm a, I'm in a Bible. I'm in a Southern Bible bookstore. Okay. I'm, I'm purchasing God's Holy word. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Right. I turn around and I see this, I see this display table and there's a book and i turn around and what i see what it says is i even told my dad about this uh, what it said to me when i first saw it what i what i saw was busty moms <laughs> nice <laughs> that's that's like and one then, of those channels you, know, you get you your look, on on your cable you look and then you look away and then you look again because you're yeah. like what did i just see but it just so t- it just turned out that it said busy moms which is much more, which is a, which is a which much is more way subject matter
0: than a book on busty moms.
1: Yeah, but I hadn't been in one of those stores in a long time, and and you know their their um, their unleavened bread is now gluten free. You know, all I mean, it's all modernized. <laughs> in case anybody was wondering, yeah, all the uh, all the wine little the little wine chalices. All you got to do is just peel them, and there's your wine. <laughs> So
0: you went from an Ollie's for a purchase to an actual, like you said, a God's a God store.
1: Yeah, because you know like? you, they don't have.
0: Go What? Speaking of needing to make sure your tetanus is up to date, you go up <laughs> into an Ollie's bargain bin. <laughs> I'm kidding. Well,
1: I mean, they just they just happen to have a really good. It was like twenty five bucks, and I was like, I got it. Yeah. Okay. I got you cannot, it. Yeah. But you yeah. know, an Ollie's doesn't have a place where you can just, hey, can no, I get no. my name in there?
0: <laughs> One of the things they don't have at Ollie's, amongst other things they do have at the Ollie's.
1: Yeah. And so my dad, who's a pa- you know, a passenger, I was like, yeah. Dad, let me just tell you what I thought I saw. And he thought that was so funny.
0: <laughs> well, uh, we have someone in our in our Twitch chat. I didn't mention it today, but you could you could be watching this train wreck of a podcast be recorded. Uh, if you went to twitch.tv backslash weekly games chat, we have a few in the chat today. Um Dreadnought, a user, <laughs> says, nice penetration at mom's house.
1: What the heck?
0: <laughs> That's a great joke. Gotta be gotta be honest. And uh one of your good friends is in the chat. He didn't know that your dad was a preacher. Uh he asked what church, but I would just say if you I won't say what church, but maybe what like denomination you were raised in. I think you've told us like a I'm gonna say it, you tell me if I'm wrong or not. Southern Baptist, right?
1: No, I was no, wrong. No. Landmark Missionary Baptist.
0: Totally different.
1: Eh. <laughs> it's close. It's close.
0: Uh, yeah, that's, I don't, Chris, I didn't, I didn't, Uh, I spent a lot of time watching, you know, we'll talk about football or whatever, but I watched football. I got rained out DJing this week. I didn't go to any cool stores. If I leave the house, it's generally for food recently.
2: Um, <laughs> did you go to Ollie's at all? Did you go to an Ollie's? Can't say I went to an Ollie's this weekend.
0: Yeah, not this week. Yeah. Well, we, we do have one kind of close to us. Uh, we have one in, in, in the, the city, in the state you live in, Chris. The city I know where it is. is. I know where it is. And then there's one uh, in another state that's
2: close to you as well. Uh, the only Ollie I who, went and saw ooh. was uh, I went and saw the Ollie uh, Alligators down in Gainesville. That's what You I, didn't go. I went through You've the been, power television. Yeah, you misspoke. You watched it on TV like we all did. That was
0: a big game. Uh, John, you had a big game this weekend for the football team you root for. Y'all dominated that game. Uh, we did not, being Alabama fans, watching that game. We were we were fit to be tied during most of it. Uh, and then, of course, the big three teams we always highlight because of where we live and, and what people usually follow. Uh, the folks over in the Plains, they didn't have a happy trip in Happy Valley. So there is that
2: they tried to white out the whiteout and it didn't quite work.
0: I actually if you if you happen to pay attention to college football, I do pay attention to uniforms and things like that, which is funny considering Alabama is known for being very traditional. Maybe that's why I notice other uniform changes. And I noticed during uh, ESPN's college game day that the helmet they were showing for Auburn because they were in Penn State, they were in Happy Valley for the pregame. That Auburn's face mask was white, and that is not a that is not a normal thing recently. So that's crazy. No, it's not um, speaking of football, Chris. I wanted to update you on your Premier League, your um your team uh, that you think you like right now. Later on, when we when we go over emails,
2: mm-hmm.
0: uh, there is a direct message that was clarified because you needed to know if you remember last week what team you should root for. Yeah, that's called a radio tease, and well, technically a podcast tease. We'll get to that in a little bit, but. Uh, your Cristiano Ronaldo team. Now you're a big fan of him. You know, you broke the news to me. He once again scored goals. They won another game. You're Manchester United. So it's gonna be tough once I once I let you know who you were based on what you told us you need to root for. Oh okay. who you need to root for. I have no idea. But you don't. And it's gonna be it's gonna be great. But yeah, there is that. <laughs> and speaking of weather, back to old man chat. I'm about tired of the weather the weather men and women being wrong. I was told today that it was not going to rain. I just got an alert that it's going to rain immediately. Sounds about right,
1: Sean. That's when not. you get to our age, you just have to start relying on your arthritis.
0: Yeah, okay. you, we you really do. That's it's so funny. True. It's it's real funny. I thought you know I had a shoulder injury last year. I thought that was going to be my my ticket. You know, I grew up and and your your parents and grandparents always be like, it's going to rain today, and you'd be like, <laughs> we talking about now. and she'd be like rubbing her knees or whatever. It hasn't happened. Like, my shoulder is great. I don't know that it's going to rain. I really don't.
1: It's going to rain today, Junior. Hey,
0: I got to say, uh, speaking of of things that people need to know, um, I got an update, and Chris, you confirmed this this week, that it's actually going to be probably one of those things you need to be in line at the Best Buys. But if Mm -hmm. you were recently in the market for a PlayStation 5 or an Xbox Series X slash S, you found that it was probably easier to get the Series S. John and I scooped one up. But the X and PS5s have been kind of hard to get. Well, it started breaking on the Internet that supposedly this week, Best Buy in person, in store, is going to sell physical copies of both machines. And I thought it could be one of those things. I'm so dumb. I'm so naive. I told Chris, we were hanging out today, and I go, Chris, if you happen to go by Best Buy and you see one, call me. Yo, I'll come, I'll come up there. And Chris was like, buddy, sweet boy. I think you misread what you need to do. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those things, John. We need to be at Best Buy if they come out on a Thursday on a Wednesday night, like we need to camp out type of thing.
2: Possible.: the Possible. very least you need to be there when they open up.:
0: Yeah, um, so I, I'm saying that now to of course, do a good deed for the folks who listen to this show. Um, the show comes out on a Wednesday, and the rumor is that on the starting on Thursdays, Best Buys will have these things in store, so you're welcome.
1: Do you have a, a tent? Public,
0: I, 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 you know, funny thing about my tent? I let the wife borrow it to go to the beach. The, wife. the tent doesn't come back.
1: What the heck?
0: The tent apparently, um, through me transporting it and doing various DJ events, it got some wear and tear on it to where <laughs> when they put it up, something ripped off and the tent almost blew away.
2: <laughs> now, you are talking <laughs> oh like God.
0: tent or canopy? uh, More like a pop-up tent. Yeah. Can- Not like a camping tent, and I wouldn't call it a canopy. Because that's just weird.
2: Yeah. Okay. That's
0: like weird. That's, that's like something a Washington football fan would say. But that's Cowboys. just what
2: they're called. They're just called canopies. They're pop-up canopies.
0: <laughs> I don't know. I would like for you to uh like physical challenge me on that one by looking up on Google and fact checking me live on the air. Cause I, I think that would be great.
2: I could go get my canopy out and then see what it says on the side. And uh, well, here's the deal. I need to
0: I need to immediately correct something i only said go cowboys because that was a direct tie-in to you being a washington fan thank I'm you i'm not a cowboys fan go niners two and oh this year baby we're going all the way jimmy g it's going down
2: that's, that's a I'm nice saying. uh bandwagon you got in the back by the way
0: i don't jump on the bandwagon if i got to pull out the bomber jacket from starter when i was in junior high school in the joe montana jersey i got the jerry rice rookie card that i'm going to retire on it's worth a lot of money you guys looked it up before it's a real thing. Where's your, Alex, recruit- Smith huh? so where's your Alex Smith jersey?
2: So where's your Alex Smith jersey?
0: I wasn't a big fan of Alex Smith.
2: You take I that really back.
0: Wasn't. You were a fan of Alex Smith. <laughs> I, not as a person. He, I think he's pretty cool, I think, from what I gather. But as a football player, I, I didn't like this. We, San Francisco was in a tough spot during that time. It was weird. Um, just It just wasn't. I like the San Francisco that played good defense. I like, you know, Steve Young, <clears throat> Ricky Waters. John Lynch. Name it. John. Yeah, I mean, no, he's a, he's a GM now. He is. Yeah, he is. <laughs> he is, what he is what so, John, did you end up, did anybody go uh, to the movie theater again this week? Last week, that was, I got excited to hear that that happened. I, I And there's still nothing to go see, right? Nothing no. at all? Yeah. Well, um, there was one big story, and and it looks like they confirmed um. If you had followed this story, it happened in the United States. Uh, there was a young girl who went missing. She was a was it a Twitch star, Chris, or a YouTube star? I don't, Gabby. I don't it's think she either.
2: was a star. Yeah, she was just a girl I, who disappeared.
0: I read that she was a star. Okay, well, they're not YouTubers. Uh,
1: apparently, YouTubers or people on social media were are being credited with finding her. Yeah, so, okay. I think that's, that's way,
0: the, that. the yeah. yeah. But they it looks like they confirmed that was Gabby Petito's body they found yeah everybody thought it was when they found the body it matched the thing uh that story i was i was aware of it but i wasn't reading it and out once i started kind of dialing in on it, i was like holy crap and then one theme that a lot of people say and of course they don't they don't mean anything by this but a lot of folks look at the boyfriend and they go they say something like this and i got a good counter for this they go he doesn't really look like a killer which a lot of people go, what does a killer look like? And then I've asked somebody recently, I was like, did Dexter look like a killer? The fictional character? But I'm just saying, like, that's the... (laughs) Did you really... You know what? You are now banned from watching the new season of Dexter that's coming out. You can't (laughs) watch it. Did Jeffrey
2: Dahmer look like a sweet, sweet boy? Exactly. That's that's a good one. That's a good one. Um, I didn't want to... You know what? It is what it is. I don't know. Yeah, I just... I looked at it and I went, that's... As soon as you hear two people going across you know across the country together and then only one comes back <laughs> i feel like it's a matter of time but we'll see anything's possible i guess right it yeah, was knows? it
0: you that told me uh before she went missing there was the the pullover where there was apparently like a fight in a car and there were witnesses
2: yeah apparently they, they were getting missing to some agree- uh disagreement so
0: yeah
1: I um you I, I know gotta, i gotta say though you know because of my, it looks like, it looks like, it looks like he was a naughty boy. All right. Let's just, you know, we'll just lay that out there. But let me tell you, if something, if God forbid, and I want to stress, God forbid something like that ever happened involving me. um, The first thing I would do is never talk to the police. I get a lawyer, period.
2: It's probably the right. And
1: if you've, if you've ever read the book, gone girl, you know what I'm talking about. You are just naturally the assumed prim- primary suspect. It's almost a lazy tactic, but, you know, at the same time, understandable. Yeah. And he did, he, he immediately, he immediately, forget Scott Peterson or whoever, you know, all these guys before who, go, who, who think they're just going to talk to police and charm their way out of it and all that stuff, he immediately clammed up and immediately got a lawyer, which regardless of whether he was a naughty boy or not, was a smart move.
0: Probably, yeah. I think you almost have to because you're going to be looked at as a suspect.
1: You'd be surprised how many people say, "Well, I'm innocent," so they can't possibly pin pin it on me. But boy, oh boy, boy,
0: oh boy! But um, you know,
1: but, let's face it. Let, I'm I'm sure he was a. I'm sure he's the naughty boy.
0: It, yeah, it, it kind of yeah. looks that way. Kinda looks that way. We'll, we'll see. Um, what what I like to do, I'm gonna play a little game called "What's Trending." I do this mm-hmm. from time to time when I see a story like what I just saw right? I had to click on this because the number one trending thing right now is is a person that was on Beverly Hills 90210. So exactly. I say exactly because Chris just made a face like, what? The number one trending thing right now, this is per Yahoo, is Brian Austin Green. So I had to go, what is he trending for? <clears throat> he was married to to What's-Her-Face at one point. Well, apparently uh There's something going on because he's on Dancing with the Stars, and being on that show (laughs) is challenging to him and uh, Sean Sharna Burgess. I don't know who if that's that's his girlfriend, right? No idea. I don't know. I I really don't know what's going on. But it was I was like, how is he trending? Like what? And I guess because it's Dancing with the Stars, are you? I've never asked you to. Have any of you ever watched Dancing with the Stars? Chris has given us a note, which surprises me because he is uh, Mikey Musical, you know, like just saying. What does that have to do with music? I don't know. (laughs) I don't know what it has to do. But to me, it made it sense when I said it. And John, you've never watched Dancing with the Stars? Ever?
1: Anybody anybody who watches Survivor after 23 years, I think, is capable of watching anything. But no, I've never watched Dancing with the Stars.
2: Who watches Survivor? Two people you go with lunch, but you know. About the, I always hope whenever they do have celebrities on that show, I want them voted out right away. <laughs> I'm usually with them, like get rid of that guy; he's not normal like us. On what I, show? On Survivor. <laughs> when they and usually, and Survivor. usually it happens like Jimmy. Johnson. I didn't know they did celebrities. They do sometimes. Yeah. Every now and then they like, convince like surviving Jimmy... with the stars. <laughs> it won't be like the whole cast; but it'll be like one person. <laughs> like uh, Jimmy Johnson was on there one year. Jeff Kent from the Giants, people like that. Once in a while, it happens.
0: Once in a while, doesn't fit.
2: doesn't work. doesn't mm. work at all. Uh, but yeah, it's it,
0: it was kind of a chill week. Uh, hopefully the weather is a little better this week, because I really miss DJing. So we'll see. We shall see. Yeah, Saturday sucked. Yeah, it did. But. It, it is what it is, man. Uh, college football, sports, this is a great time to be a sports fan. It's, it's starting to open up to be, uh, as gamers, a lot of games are starting to come out or close to coming out. You're seeing, you know, whatever. It, it's all. It's did you all, guys
1: did Did you guys maintain the number one spot?
0: Yeah, uh, Georgia got three first place votes again, but a lot of teams fail even after winning. In why the, did?
1: Uh, just out of curiosity, this is my for for my education. Why did? Why did Alabama maintain the number one spot with with when they struggled to win against an 11, 11 ranked team? Hmm. When it turned out that in the first week two top five teams struggled to m- get their wins and they dropped because they
2: were what, on the what's, road what's the rationale behind that
0: because they played florida at florida and they were number 11 you just yeah. gave all the reasons i was going to say
2: they were they were on the road they at one point real, in that game at, at one point in this game they were up uh 28 to 7 so you know it's not like they've struggled the whole game florida just did a great job of coming back and then still never once <laughs> led in the game, and it's just like it's kind of like you know saying that Georgia should have fell when they beat Clemson fourteen or what was it like yeah fourteen to three right or no not fail, that maybe they shouldn't yeah yeah it, shouldn't have gone propelled to number two especially because of the way Clemson has looked since like they look terrible against Georgia Tech this week yeah and you're going like well are we overvaluing it and I go no you you have to go with what the way the team looks and that's generally how people vote it. Everyone's looking going, Georgia's defense looks stout. Everyone's looking at Alabama and going, like, they're well-rounded, but maybe you need a little bit of smoothing, and everyone's looking at Ohio State and Clemson going, they each got one loss, and they might not be quite as good as we think they are at this point.
0: Yeah, but, like, really the highlight is it, it did, was Did Florida SDC climb team, up?
2: Did Florida no. get? They just didn't no. drop that much. That's not that much, Yeah. yeah.
0: But but the thing is it was an SEC team so that's a conference rival and the Florida Alabama series is a nasty one it really is they were in Florida stadium and Florida was a top 15 team almost yes. a top 10 team that's why you don't drop as number 1 cuz there was nothing number 2 did which was mm. Georgia they beat the crap out of South Carolina I wouldn't be, I mean if Georgia wants to be number 1 fine go be number 1 all that that's matters not, is, is
1: I don't know is, why is, you think that's my point No, I I didn't say that. I'm now. What was what was Clemson ranked at the beginning of the season? uh, Was it two?
2: Yeah, but that's that. Those uh, are the most useless rankings of the year because they're preseason.
1: Okay, so if if they're ranked two Mm -hmm. and they lose to the number five, Mm -hmm. their ranking dropped like a stone.
2: Yeah, because they didn't look good at all against you guys. They didn't look like that in offense. Neither did we. (laughs) Exactly, but then you guys. Had defensive it, touchdown. You I mean, won on...
1: aside from a interception, that game was a stalemate. Mm-hmm. So I, but then, I don't understand. I don't understand why a team dropped. It's when it was that close
2: earlier I don't know. on. I just,
1: Early, it's a strange voting is strange.
2: Yeah, earlier on, it's it's people discovering how they actually really feel about the teams. Like until you mm-hmm. get to about week eight or so, it's it's more of going okay, how do they look, and then. When someone loses, that's usually when they go, like, okay, well, now it's been justified that they're not quite up to what we thought they could be, right? Versus, mm-hmm. like, for instance, like two weeks from now, we play Old Miss. Old Miss has looked pretty dang good, you know, so far. I, I think everyone would say, like, that their QB's front runner for the Heisman now. And uh, if we were to go to Old Miss, or I'm not sure if Old Miss is coming to us, and they were to win, that will be the rectifier. You know, you'll go, okay, now we'll probably drop down at least to number seven, I would imagine, uh, mm-hmm. depending on how we lose to him. Yeah. But it'll all work itself out.
0: It always does. Yeah. Yeah. All right. That's where we leave it.
1: <laughs> I just wish I knew what, what kind of injector juice Saban puts in his players. See,
0: <laughs> and I'm not supposed to say things about what I say.
1: No, I'm. that's a compliment. He has the he has the amazing ability to go into a halftime but locker he didn't, room and I guess, say Gordo. something. No, he I'm didn't. Just, I'm talking about the history of Saban. That's all. I'm, yeah. talking about that. I'm talking about the history. Yeah, yeah. He has the ability to go in and say something to his players. Do and your they job. come out and they come out <laughs> and they it's it's like they exfoliated themselves. It's, I, I mean, that's a compliment to say. And I don't, I didn't, I didn't know you were going to take that as an insult. He
2: he sits them down, Johnny, and he goes, "You realize I've got four other people who were five star recruits behind <laughs> you that can take that." Your and job. then he goes,
1: "Also, by the way, this
0: is everybody in the NFL right now. <laughs> do you want money? Do you want to play? <laughs> Let's go win the game, boys. Uh, you guys ready to do this? Uh, sure." What are we doing? Oh, the topic's next. (laughs) (laughs) I almost said news. (laughs) Holy Lord, it's been a day. Ladies and gentlemen, we have made it to topic time for this week, episode three hundred and twenty-six. Whether you, uh, you know, just kind of fast-forwarded all the way to right here, right now, it doesn't matter. Uh, you're here, and for those that actually listened to the intro and got to hear, thank you for doing that as well. It doesn't matter. We made it to the same place that is topic time. This is a great place to be, and this is where I normally shut up. I pass the ball to Chris, and he's going to do the intro for the topic of this week. And I really can't wait to talk about it. Here we go, Chris.
2: The uh, topic is
1: The Artful Escape
2: I did that
0: Yeah you did And I <laughs> thanks. took another bite of a nutty bunny. Yeah, I was about
2: to say thanks <laughs> for that unmute
0: <laughs> <coughs> Uh oh Choke <laughs> We're good Everything's fine Doritos. Inside joke,
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: Artful Escape. um We played this game for free, Chris. I played it for about five minutes, but you played it for like the whole time.
2: Yeah, it's not the it's not the longest game, um, <laughs> right?
1: Let's
2: see. I want to make sure I get the name of the uh, the developer for this because this is their first thing. They're called great name, by the way. Great name yeah, for a studio, Beethoven and Dinosaur.
0: <laughs> yeah it's uh, pretty it's a pretty pretty dope developer name
2: and if you're going like well beethoven okay that's a musical guy and for those who are 90s people dinosaur jr was a great band yeah right so they had a song and rock band the video game that's a yeah. good tie-in maybe maybe this might be a musical game you are not <laughs> wrong <laughs> this, this is game a, is gorgeous game, dope it really is well it's your favorite type of game john it's one of them they're uh story games. It's one of them stories where for the most part you're really just walking experiencing. Not, yeah, experiencing. Why does it looks like
1: Harry Potter.
2: That's a clever move on their part, I have to say. Everyone in this game wears glasses <laughs> or goggles. I should say um there is not a person who is not wearing some You know sort- what? Yeah, genius move they, on their part. They do. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Did you know nobody in The Walking Dead wears glasses? Hmm.
2: I didn't know that either. So does that just mean that half of them are content with only being able to see like five feet?
1: No, it explains it just why means some I'm people too blind to survive. Yeah,
0: <laughs> so how some people just <laughs> die with a bat to the forehead. It's fine.
1: Didn't um, see it
0: coming.
2: <laughs> I gotta say this. Um, this game's actually got quite a cast within it. Um, yeah, most, that was
0: one thing you told me from the jump.
2: Yeah. Uh, I mean. Probably the most notable one that you see the most of throughout the game. Uh good old Apollo Creed himself. Uh, dang it, why is his name slipping? John, help me out. Carl Weathers? Yes. Carl Weathers is uh throughout this whole entire thing, along with uh Jason Schwartzman. Uh there's uh, appearances by Lena Headley and March would you Say so. And March Strong. Uh, and it's free,
0: John. It's yeah. free to play.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Um, I don't know who does the main two characters, which, um, but they're also awesome. And I think that's kind of what sells this is like voice acting and sound wise on top of, as John said, visuals, this game just nails it, uh, totally, you know, they kind of get like, they're going for a game about music. They want to make sure that no matter what you're seeing or doing, there's going to be great sound going on in this game. Um, but the story is kind of a classic one, uh, especially within rock. You play as a uh, Francis Vendetti, and Francis is the the nephew, not the son, but the nephew of the famous Johnson Vendetti. And they show you Johnson Day's picture right away. And I think anyone who's Bob seen a picture of 1960s, early 1960s, Bob Dylan is going to go, huh. And then you hear a Johnson Day song and it straight up sounds like uh, Bob Dylan uh, in, in that style of folk. And Francis it is now modern day, right? And Francis is about to play his first show, which is... An anniversary show for Johnson Mendetti in his Colorado hometown of Calypso, where basically um you know he's expected to cover Johnson Bendetti's famous um album from his youth called Pines right, and we see young Francis practicing these songs like he even says like hit X to strum a folk song about a miner's daughter or something like that. You know, just something like very much that you would hear if you were thinking of Old Crow Medicine Show or the numerous Americana bands that we have today that are really trying to sound in that era. Um, and you can tell he's not into it. He's more so just being forced into this and feeling like he's doing it because it's what everyone expects of him. Uh, you know, that he is this young related, uh, nephew of this famous prodigy. And therefore it's everyone expects he's supposed to be a great folk song writer and everything, but at his core, it's pretty clear very quickly. That's not what he wants to be because while he's practicing these songs every now and then he'll drift out and kind of give what I guess is best. Described as like space rock opera, you know, think Pink Floyd, the late 60s Who, um, David Bowie, Frank Zappa, all that kind of just big loud sound um, that is meant to be grand and, and cool and, you know, not so much as focused on relating to the common man in <laughs> his struggles, but more so freedom of the guitar and expression and going to places. So he'll drift to it, but every time he begins to, he snaps right back into reality because someone reminds him, hey, we don't want to hear your stuff. We're here for Johnson Vendetti. And if you play one note that's not Johnson Vendetti, I'm going to kick you off stage and beat the pulp out of you. You know, that kind of thing. So you go and you explore the normal town of Calypso. You're having a good time. Until you get to the night. And that's
0: that was that was one thing you told me, and and to be quite honest, I didn't. It's not very far into the game. I was very close to getting to the night,
2: Mm -hmm. Uh,
0: but you said you've pitched it like this. You said if you don't like the game, uh, it's very. I mean, it's not much of a thing before the night, but just get to the night. True. Uh, So I'm excited to hear how you how you spend this without doing spoilers, because I know this is a because it's a story driven experience. You're going to very walk that line the best you can. Uh, but just to hammer your point a minute ago, the night's coming up, and everybody in the town—they're putting this pressure on this kid. They're like, "Yeah, everyone, yeah." Let I can't wait till you rock this off. Just, just imagine wanting to do something that wasn't you, but the thing that you want to do that is you yeah. is yearning to come out. That was the feeling I got when I was walking around this town.
2: Imagine I'm being ready. Neil Young's song, and someone says, "You, you need to play," you know, <laughs> uh, "Old Man." That's all we want to hear is old man, and then you're done. We don't want you to play whatever you want to play, or you know Jacob yeah. Dylan. You can't be in the Wallflowers. You need to play your dad's stuff.
0: I love <laughs> Jacob Dylan and the Wallflowers. Fun fact, yeah, Are
1: they still doing their thing.
0: They do. Well, I can Google it and double check for you, John. Be back in a minute.
2: They do. Um, <laughs> Touche. <laughs> but yeah, as you get to the night, um, weird circumstances awake Francis. And suddenly he finds himself with this glowing guitar and you quickly realize what this game is going to be about because where John hates the walking simulator of like, say stuff like, um, what was the one we played a couple of years ago? Uh, where fire you were, watch, yeah, fire Firewatch, watch, yeah. Firewatch it's a Firewatch. Lot. you yeah. hate where you're just walking around nature and it's just kind of like your things existing. are happening in suspense. Well, it's the greatest game ever, right? Like, but you, you don't have much. Well, here as you're walking around and technically you're not really doing anything per se. There's not like some serious gameplay thing that's holding you back. The best part of this game is no matter what you're doing, you can always hold down the X button and just be consistently wailing on your guitar. And it's great music. Like it for someone this is not going to be a game for everyone. I'll, I'll go on get this out of the way. If you don't like this type of music, Nothing is going to come in here and convince you that, like, you've been a fool your whole life, um, you know, <laughs> and all that kind of stuff. Either you like this type of sound and these type of visuals that you get with it, which is again, like I said, space opera, and just I mean, think jam band that's definitely in the you know, like, I I got a lot of this, like, visualizations that I would see listening to that kind of stuff. Uh, I, I think the biggest one people will identify is probably Pink Floyd above all of them like there's it it, it literally to me felt like i was walking around playing a david gilmore uh simulator who is the guitars from pink floyd john because i know you probably didn't know um (laughs) (laughs) but uh yeah as you as you start going around playing this guitar all of a sudden that city that seems so boring it begins to light up as you're just walking through rifting on it the Mm -hmm. whole entire time and at the end you meet Mr. Lightman, played by Apollo Creed, Carl Weathers, and he wants Mm -hmm. to invite you onto his spaceship called the Cosmic Lung and take you throughout the galaxy Mm -hmm. and introduce you because he believes he's seen something in your music, in your guitar notes that's pure and awesome, and he thinks he needs to share it with the universe. So does he get his? Does, it, he
1: get, does he get his hand bit off by an alligator? <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> that's
2: funny. I'm like, a- my
1: hand off. <laughs> also,
2: if you feel like you
0: you blinked for a minute and and Chris you kind of you, kinda, uh, you chi- you're chiming into the podcast like you fell asleep for a second. That's that's what the game does to you. Yeah. Chris mentioned that at this point it
2: almost feels like you've popped in your acid pill. Yes, it is like straight <laughs> up. Uh, the best way I can describe, especially like whenever you're traveling from the ship or to a planet or, you know, initially from earth to the ship. It's almost like some of the craziest visuals you see on something like adult swim at about two o'clock in the morning, which is when they really cut loose and just go completely weird. Um, it it's awesome and creative. And I mean, like I, I would imagine if you're in college, this is the game for you, man. This is like perfect setting, you know, just put this on and what let one person, play the game and everyone else just watch and you'll, you'll have a grand old time, but (laughs) dear God, there is such cool creativity in this game because you would think it gets old, but it never does consistently just kind of running. Like for the most part, they they figured out real quick. The part that makes this work and is fun is once you get in the space, you'll be going on these like cosmic rays Walking and shredding guitar. And whenever you want, there'll be a huge hill at the end that you can just jump off. And as you jump, instead of having a double jump, when you're in the middle of the air, you can hit X again. And he'll do like a, you know, kind of like a Pete Townsend windmill, like power chord slam on the guitar and get a little bit extra hang time in the air. And then you'll come down and start sliding down mountains as you just continue to riff yeah. the whole entire time. And that's probably 90% of it, uh, I would say, as far as the gameplay. The other thing that you do get, though, as things go on, is you have these moments where you're communing with these kind of creatures, if you will, that represent different ideas of self-discovery and what it means to maybe give yourself to music and artistic creativity, uh, like Lena Headley's character, Mark Strong's character, those Type of people when they show up, and you do this thing where it's not so much like it's not like Rock Band, right, or Guitar Hero, where you have like a track and you're trying to hit things in time. It's more of you have this outlay, and they're playing Simon Says with you to say like, "Okay, we're playing these notes in these orders. Now, see if you can, in your own way, match them how you feel you want to." So you could do it very quickly. You could you know, extend those notes out and then slowly transition over to them. Uh, And then usually when you get to the end of it, there's kind of like a freestyle you can do with them where you're just playing off and how you feel with it. Like, you know, do you want to go quick little changes or do you want to extend the notes out? Do you want to hit two or three of them at once or just one at a time? You know, it's, it's up to you and there's no wrong. Like it's, I think in all I've maybe, Died once in this game, and it was because I missed a jump, because I was trying to really extend the air time out on my my guitar slams. But you know, it's it's there's no difficulty here. It's all about freedom and expression. But really, so when
1: you say when you say die, do you do you mean that in the literal sense?
2: Die? Like in the sense I missed a jump and a, and like went okay, let's load you back like five feet where you just were and let you take okay. that jump again. And there's no okay. punishment in this. Um, gotcha. But yeah, it's. It's a cosmic visual trip, and it's it's taking you through different styles of of Prague and space rock and all that kind of stuff. Um, it's taking he said you... Prague rock, bro. Yeah, definitely some Russian <laughs> no here. Idea what that is? <laughs> You've, you ever heard a band called Rush, John? There you go. Um yeah, yeah that's Prague rock.
0: I gotta say that even if you th- for real, for real, if you think like I don't like listening to that stuff. Mm. Even the short amount of time I played it, and Chris is gonna say he was already telling me this to get me to play the game. It works in this game, in this environment, yes, in this setting, it just does.
2: And most importantly, it doesn't overstay its welcome. You could beat this game in one sitting if you want to. It's it's at max four hours, um, you know, and it's it's a good trip, and and for the most part. So you're wondering like, what is the story really about without? Spoiling too much. It's really this journey of like a Francis becoming not what his shadow of his uncle is, but more so discovering A, who he is, B, having confidence in who he is, and C, not being afraid that people's preconceived conditions and, and expectations should in any way influence where he's going, um, along true. with other people that he meets along the, the way. Uh, and, you know, like even to the point, like he has this point where early on he does this awesome shredding thing and this person is willing to project that performance to the whole entire universe because he's so amazed by it. And the only reason he doesn't accept it. Is because he's afraid it's going to be shown in his hometown where they're expecting him to cover his uncle tomorrow night and he doesn't want them to get the wrong you <laughs> right. know and it,
0: that yeah that's the theme there's
2: a character he meets
0: early on uh and, and I love the way when you do interact with characters mm-hmm. there's a um that classic dialogue where, where there's three or four answers and you yeah. kind of go through each one well, there's this one I wrote it down it impacted me so much the the this is how it kind of went it's not verbatim. Uh, but this character says there's, they're looking at this tree, and this character goes, basically, have you ever made it to the top." And one of the answers that stuck out to me that he said was, um, "I've been too afraid to try." True, and that's kind of, mm-hmm. to be quite honest with you, the more I see and 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 hear about this game, it that's kind of the core of. Think about when you're at when you're at a point in your life, and some of you guys uh, are young that listen to us, so maybe you're not there yet. But everybody goes to becoming you,
2: yeah, um, and, and that could be
0: through your passion, through your music, through whatever it is. And Chris said, "Yeah, so there you go."
2: Yeah, it's definitely that discovery of like who you are and what you want to be, as opposed to maybe, I mean, to go back to your point, re- regardless if you're talking about rock and roll or or painting, whatever it is, um, out there, I think there's a point where every person goes from being this being that, um idolizing what their parents are and what they love. Right. And nothing wrong with that. That's cool. That's a great important thing to build in your life. But eventually you have that moment where you break away and you go, I am my own individual. I'm not my dad. I'm not my mom. Right. I'm not my uncle or whoever I'm, I'm me. And I'm, I'm proud of that. And you know, the importance of then discovering that out and finding new possibilities of where that will take you is is a cool and exciting thing and that's really at the root what this game is about um but there's little other things that are just fun as far as in rock and roll you know like you get to choose like what your name is going to be um and it's cool like they do this thing like so you get to pick like uh, through a list of um adjectives as to what you would call yourself and then you can put a custom thing, so you could put your own name in there if you want to be, you know, like the awesome Sean or whatever. You know, yeah, you could be that. But the thing is, for whatever your custom name is, uh, I love this. This is a little thing I, I I thought was interesting. It does the Bill and Ted guitar lick in place of whatever your custom name is. Oh my goodness! So my that's name, great. Yeah, everyone who knows, I'm even wearing it tonight. I got a Grateful Dead shirt on everyone yeah. knows i'm a huge dead fan so i i think i changed my name was the whimsical dead so they go the whimsical you know do that guitar riff type thing <laughs> <laughs> and it's just it, just stuff like that if you're a fan of rock and roll you're just like that's awesome yeah if, i love this little,
0: <laughs> little touches like that make games that are made by like beethoven and dinosaur like this yeah. small little developer it makes them it makes them have heart and and charm, and that is something that I think can't be overstated that this game does have. Yeah, it's pretty. I just pretty bought cool. me
1: two Bibles over the weekend. I do not like rock and roll. <laughs> that is the devil's music. Hey, Doobie the Brother table. said.
2: Doobie, Doobie Brother table. said Jesus is just all right with them. So you know,
1: but uh well, he yeah. is the rock of ages.
2: <laughs> but yeah, I I really enjoyed this from a a standpoint of the journey. I think I, I mean it's hard to have a lot of complaints. Like it's not this isn't anything like transcendent, right? Like I don't think I'm going to have this on my game of the year or anything like that, but what? Just, you finally played one that wasn't going to be maybe, I mean, but that's to say, just because <laughs> something is on my game of the year doesn't mean it's not a good time. Right. right and right, like, right. For someone who likes rock and roll, especially, I would say this is a good time. I, I complaints are minor, which are, um, there's a lot of talking in it. And I really wish there had been an option outside of those moments where, as you said, Sean, like where you do have multiple selections you can make outside of those moments. I really wish there had been an option to make it where it just auto played because I would have been fine just putting the controller down and letting, you know, the various characters have a conversation and watch those moments and then come back in and do my thing afterwards and shred guitar and feel like Pete Townsend on acid and would have been like, this is cool. I, this is all but i didn't needed. you
0: didn't you feel like when you were doing the conversations you were almost a- asking them in the way that you would be having a normal conversation
2: yes like even though these yeah. are completely alien things talking about far psychedelic trips and all that yeah. like you know i wrote I the still. back of a you know you'll say stuff <laughs> like that about a, of a laser turtle across the galaxy jamming up to the nomagon and like you're like i don't know this is all it makes sense, but it totally works makes sense, bro
0: i'm on it. let's do this <laughs> yeah, right uh, for what it's worth i gotta tell you guys if it you know we're big fans at least i think we all are could be wrong you never know of alana pierce right
2: mm-hmm.
0: I mean, there's a video that's out there of alana pierce admitting uh, that this is the coolest game of 2021
2: i i so do think it's the most unique like because it's pretty cool right i remember seeing this game at e3 like two three years ago and i was like we'll see if this actually ever comes out and can live up to half of what this looks like. And man, the animation on this game, that's, that's something I give a lot of props. Like, sure. There's not a ton of it, but this game is consistently running as smooth, 60 frames. Never. Very smooth. Yeah. Never once drops and everything just looks perfectly animated uh, as what you're seeing on the screen. Um, And, you know, there is some cool customization that you can do along the way too. So that, that makes it unique that they were able to figure that stuff out and still make it work. Cause I don't think this is a very large team at all, but I, I love this because, you know, Sean, I, we were big fans of guitar Hero, rock, you know, yeah. rock band and DJ hero and all those. And, and honestly, it's been slim pickings for, for music games these last couple of years outside of like Tetris effect and um, like res and a couple of our small things. Right. So what was, was
0: the one uh, game where they did Disney music? with the connect oh
2: that was pretty awesome yeah. it was made
0: by harmonics we'll remember it fantasia something yeah Fant- yeah it was something to do with fantasia ish yeah but it was awesome
2: oh i love that game that's the yeah. one game that ever justified the uh the cost of the Kinect, Kinect outside of being able to go okay xbox uh play amazon <laughs> or yeah. play play netflix or whatever you know
0: that was dope yeah
2: Fun fact about Beethoven and Dinosaur: Um, they took
0: this opportunity of getting a small business grant from the city of Melbourne, Melbourne. Yeah. I guess if I was from Australia, and they end up making a, a game that's you know it's generally people are finding it pretty cool. It's not breaking barriers like Chris said, no. Um, but but it is satisfying that at least that taste that appetizer for fans of games that have music in them, like where that's the star of the game, if you will.
2: Yeah, if you love so, creativity yeah. and just this type of sound then it's worth checking out i wouldn't say like i'm trying to think of friends like i was surprised friend of the show josh asked me if i had played this and i was like yep already beat it Yeah, you know like because i think he was just wondering if i'd heard of it Like, no no no. that was on the radar on the other hand i've been trying to get friend of the show jeff to check this out but in the same time i'd be like he
0: would love this game
2: yeah yeah because I know he loves that adult swim type visual stuff. Yeah. I was like, you're going you're gonna to have a fun time this. is right this. up his alley, yeah. You know, I even want to get a personal friend, Mikey, to play this because I know he would dig it, too. But, like, you know, I'm not going to sit here and go and say this is for everyone. I wouldn't expect... I, I, I'm sure, John, you would have no problem watching one of us play it, but I don't think you're going to be like, yeah, man, this changed my life. <laughs> Dishonored well, 2 and... It's, it's <laughs> very far,
0: As far as, like, the way you walk around and interact with your surroundings, uh, and then it apparently goes on an acid trip, but it still works. Um, I don't, you can, I'm going to, every once in a while we'll ask, we'll bring in a question from the chat that's watching us on Twitch. Uh, And our head mod, Percy Weasley himself, Nacho, says, This game sounds like it's really meant for people who love and play music and understand history of music to understand some of these references.
2: Yeah. I don't uh, you think that's true? I think to some extent especially surprisingly where it ends up. Um okay. without spoiling I mean like I think most people can probably gather where Francis Vendetti's story goes that's probably not a very hard leap to make, right? Um, if he doesn't
0: end up as a rock star of his own making, I'm going to boycott
2: but there's a there's an arc character Viola that I haven't really talked about who's kind of like your wingman for most of the journey um yeah. and then of course there's there's Apollo Creed's character which is a uh, named Lightman and Lightman, Lightman yeah Lightman's an interesting arc to himself because you know like before you he's kind of been this this rock god of the universe right and there's a lot of commentary on here for those of us who look at music you know There's a lot of people out there with music, they're so nostalgic and they just want things to sound the way they used to sound. Like which is to the point of like everyone here wanting Francis Vendetti to sound like Johnson Vendetti, right? As opposed to just letting Francis Vendetti be his own thing. And I think it's like I think there's some slight undertone criticism here of like people at times wanting to recapture what was as opposed to looking forward what's next and you know that's kind of where Carl Weathers character goes in this game a little bit and I did not necessarily think that's where we were going with it but like as I went I was like okay yeah I, I get this and that's a good you know that's a good message to hear um throughout Yeah. so
0: I don't know why but the kind of music you referenced made me think about a character in a Disney movie from last year it was the animated movie called Onward, and the Big Brother mm. was into that prog rock kind of yeah. over-the-top thing And it. That movie had so much charm. If you haven't seen that movie, but you, or if you have, and you're like, I don't usually like that kind of music, see how that worked? I think that's how it'll also work when you play this game. This game's not going to take you a lot of time. Chris mentioned it didn't. I looked at a, I was on purpose looking for a, a complete full walkthrough
2: just to see a time that it took somebody. And we're like sub four hours,
0: guys, to be done with the game. It
2: is not a very long game, Um, which, is again, makes it perfect for something like Game Pass because, you know, I know it's a $20. It's only $20, so it's not like it's something that's breaking the bank. But still, if you have an Xbox or a PC and you have Game Pass, it's kind of like a and you love this kind of stuff. It's a no brainer. Go check it out. Um, Like or you're, I guess, Wayne Coyne of the uh, Flaming Lips because you probably could just write this music and put the. Have someone else play it while you just play whatever you want because it sounds like a Flaming Lips album at times. Um, he does a lot of acid, Sean. Uh, yeah, I <laughs> didn't know that. Fun fact <laughs> I learned a
0: lot of things about people who apparently did acid in my life today, Chris. What, huh? Span <laughs> <laughs> your horizons. I'm just, I'm just saying, there's a time and really, place for these
2: huh? children, and it's called college. Just remember that.
0: <laughs> I, uh, I, I know this kind of game to cover is is tough because it is kind of like when we covered firewatch it's story driven you sure. can't say too much because there's not a lot of gameplay mechanic mechanics mechanics there's not a, a a you know system or ability tree to talk about there's nothing groundbreaking but the no. experience for like two out of three of us was amazing we loved it sure uh you know and that's how this game will be the you may in your circle be the one person who hates it and your other friends might like it or vice versa uh, but I think if it's in the if you love anything to do with music, whether or not, you know, the references or not, I think you'd find some enjoyment. I did. I'm a DJ. I mainly play hip hop music on the weekends, but I love music. So. It, it you know, think about it like that, but I, I thank you for doing this, Chris. Like I said, I know you were worried about what to say, how to, you know, make it a topic, but it, it worked. I think you got at least from the vibe I got of the game early on you definitely hammer home that point, And I think
2: it was pretty, pretty awesome.
0: No problem. Sure. Are you, oh. do you, do you have anything else you want to add from a negative perspective or anything else at all? You think you're good to go?
2: No, there is one part where when you first meet Lena Headley's character, you ask, is she God? And I was like, that's a fair question to ask of Lena Headley <laughs> after all these years. I mean, she does good work. <laughs> She's solid. Yeah. <laughs> She's all right. She's
0: all right. Shame. She's all right. Shame. <laughs> she's fine. Right. Um. But yeah, you completed the game. And, I did, and you've done a review on the show. And traditionally, if those two things have happened, you have a table in which a thing is flopped on, and that yeah. is a review known as Richard on
2: this show. Yeah. Are we there? Sure. Um. Let me go on the record and say, for music wise, if we're just looking at music alone and visuals, it's like a 9.5. As far as like a game experience, though, and everything, when we factor all of it together, is it a game? It is. There's platforming. There's <laughs> yeah, platforming. It's, it's
0: technically called a platformer.
2: Yes. It's platforming. Uh, I mean, I jump around with Mario. That's why I do And here. you
0: have to uh, hit buttons to do things. Yes. To fight
2: bosses. Exactly. So. It is a game, uh, but no, I think when I factor it all together and I'm judging it as a sum of its parts, uh, I would give it like an eight point five. Like I a said, solid. You know, I'm biased on the music side of it, and I totally get that, and that's why I I, I really do offer that caveat. You know, if you're not someone like if you're someone over there that loves hip hop, I don't know if what this is going to do for you. If you love country music, I don't know what this is going to do for you. Maybe you will discover new horizons and find out, Oh, maybe I do like these things. And you're (laughs) the next was Francis Vendetti. Um, but you know, (laughs) if you do like these things, then I think you owe it to yourself to take the, as you said, like three to four hours and just check it out.
0: Yeah. 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 No, no doubt. Hey, games pass folks. If you're out there, this is just pick it up and it's, it's a few hours of your time. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much, Chris. That's completely awesome. Um, artful escape, everybody.
2: Yeah. And it is is. is very much an artful escape. Seriously, just go. Everyone here that's listening to this, you're wondering what the heck we're talking about. Go find someone's gameplay for like five minutes of it outside. Don't watch the beginning of the game, but like go find the second or third level and just watch five minutes of it. And you'll see why they call it the artful escape. But anyways, there you go. Hot off the press and straight to your ears. Weekly Games Chat presents the news.
1: News!
0: That was was good news, boys. (laughs) Yeah, here we go. Lead-off man this week, ladies and gentlemen, is no other person but John.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, I would like to present to you the MPD numbers for August. Yeah. Let's talk a little bit about it. Let me wet you a whistle. <laughs> what? It makes no sense. Thanks to the recent release of Ghost of Tsushima Director's Cut, the game has shot up to the NPD list for August to number two. The game has, was second only to Madden NFL 22, which took the top spot for the 22nd year in a row and is currently the fourth best-selling game of the year. Here's the top 10 games for August, according to NPD. Number 10 in in (laughs) number 10 the show 21 that's mlb the show 21 number nine assassins creed sean uh number eight is minecraft number seven the legend of zelda skiward sword sean have you finished that yet i know but i have played more
0: i'm taking my time on that game (laughs) and i love that game
1: yeah uh my wife is playing it right now your wife? wife Number six, Mario Kart Eight. Number five, Mar- uh, Marvel Spider-Man, Miles Morales, uh, the second best Spider-Man game from Insomniac, but it's quite good. Number four, Humankind. Number what three, is that? is that the ape game?
2: That I literally don't know. <laughs> that game has been blowing rare, up though. on uh, on the schemes, Switch? I believe. Nice, oh, yeah.
1: Call of Duty is number 3, Black Ops Cold War. Number 2 is Ghost of Tsushima. Director Scott. Number 1 is Madden NFL 2022. And ladies and gentlemen, those are your top 10 video games by MPD and I think ladies and gentlemen that is by uh uh dollar amount sold rather than numbers sold.
2: And I want to say I know Psychonauts 2 is not on there, but I believe in part that is because Xbox is not putting digital sales out, and I do not think that had a physical release outside of like, do, what they promised.
0: Yeah, do we do we <laughs> often we don't often see uh Xbox Games Pass games, do we?
1: Uh I mean, it's it's no. very rare that you see an Xbox exclusive game on this yeah. on this on this list. Um I guess for obvious reasons, but even, um, I mean, you see the occasional game that, you know, obviously MLB, the show yeah. is in the top 10. Um, Outriders was in the top 10 for a little while. I don't, maybe a month. Um, so, but no, I don't, I don't think we traditionally see Xbox games on this list nah, anymore.
2: Yeah. Not unless they like actually have physical releases, right? <laughs> For the most part.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, I guess the sad part is like. Even though we all hate like all of us in sports world hate men. It shows why this this right here just shows you where even as much as people hate on men, it doesn't matter. (laughs) <laughs> the nfl you know. and ea are getting their money and as long as yeah. that's going on it doesn't matter how much we can play it doesn't play, matter there's gonna always going to be you
0: know. people that have never played it or are coming back to it that don't know better yeah um and it just shows you the volume of people out there that even though if in your little circle or your bubble yes it's nothing compared to the grand scheme of everybody who plays a game It Correct. just
2: really does. Yeah. it's crazy it makes me um, sad yeah it does I really want a really good NFL game, Sean. And I tried I've tried this game and it was not good.
0: Yeah. They Ugh. need to bring that two K football game back, right? Mm. I can dream. Um, well, speaking of dreaming, if you uh before I say these next words, if you wanted if you thought to yourself, man, I really would like Bluetooth on a switch. Well, guess what? You gotta get a new dream. The Nintendo Switch can now work with Bluetooth audio devices thanks to a recent firmware patch. John, you got any words on patches?
1: We love them.
0: <laughs> Apparently, the device has always been able to do this, which is—it didn't surprise me. Nintendo, they always put their tech in things and they kind of awaken it at some point. Yeah. It only required a firmware, firmware update. After downloading the patch, users can find the Bluetooth option within system settings. You select Pair. And your Switch will search for the available Bluetooth device to pair. Uh, When connecting a Bluetooth headset, the Switch can only pair two controllers. That's a caveat. But hey. That's fine. Yeah. At least they solved it, right? Well, what if you have a Bluetooth device like I have a gaming headset by... uh, What is it? These guys. What's the name of these guys? (laughs) I don't know. Anyway, it has a dongle. Probably not. I I can't use that one because it has a dongle. Yeah.
2: A razor word, dongle.
0: I do too. I said it one time at work and people were like, What'd you just say? And I was like,
2: It's a dongle. I would imagine like, the most important thing is that like AirPods can work with them. Right. And if you think of people who are currently, I know a lot of people are not mobile at the moment, but I would imagine the ones who are going to use this feature the most are the ones who probably have apple iphones and therefore whether you're talking about airpods or just some other brand of those type of things being able being able to connect to those every single day while you're on the train or you know in a cab while you play your switch that's probably what matters to them but i'm just glad they fixed this because uh, the other option was not very fun for anyone
0: you're not wrong
2: a uh, redacted user in the Twitch chat says that he has a Steel Series headphones and uses a USB-C dongle um, as a receiver, and that they actually do work with his Switch.
0: Oh, that's a that's a good. I should I should I should maybe first of all download the firmware update, and then secondly try to use the Razer uh, gigantic headphones that look like I'm directing air traffic control. <laughs> Yes. And see if they work on my Switch.
1: You really should. I wonder if the PlayStation headphones will work. Hmm.
0: Hey, they also use a dongle. Yeah, they do. But maybe they don't need the dongle. Wait, can you connect Maybe a- Maybe the headphones already already put a Bluetooth signal out there. It's just that we need the dongle for the systems because that's what dongles do because, <laughs> you know, they can't make
1: just a work. Just say mark. dongle again.
0: However, the PlayStation controller... Is connected via Bluetooth, and it doesn't need a dongle. I
2: said it again, Sean. I wonder if you can now connect a Bluetooth controller to your Switch. I would love to see that. I'd also love to see a price drop, John.
0: Uh, well, I got some bad news for you on that, buddy.
2: Oh, well, let me read it. Uh, we previously mentioned the price drop for the base model of the Switch in Europe. But in a recent statement given to Axios, reporter Stephen Totillo said there were no plans for a price drop here in the United States. It will remain $299, at least for now. Quote, the trade price adjustment is for the European region only. There are no plans to change the manufacturer's suggested retail price. That's uh, MSRP for those who don't know abbreviations for any Nintendo Switch model in the United States. Currently, the switch retained the best selling console stats for August and remains the best selling console of twenty twenty one I mean I don't think this shocked anyone just because I think Nintendo understands now that they're the bulk like they have they have two regions where the bulk of their money is coming in, which is Japan itself right because they love mobile gaming and switch has pretty much taken over that, and then the United States because as we've commented, anyone buys a switch where do they do, they go out there and they buy Mario Kart eight, they buy super smash bros, the legend of Zelda, all those Nintendo's exclusives that, you know, that they're known for. And if you're the number one seller, while maybe some might adjust out of just because they could, I don't know. That's really never been Nintendo's M.O., Nintendo is selling well, and they are making money off of their biggest regions. They're going to do what they can to make the most dollars out of it. So, sucks, but is what it is.
0: It is what it is, huh? That's where we're leaving that one?
2: Yeah. I wish it was cheaper for people.
0: That's fair. I mean, that's... But there's really, other than, like, what we call it, the uh Swolead, mm. there's no really difference in models mm. uh other than that. That and, and we're selling well, so that makes sense while the... uh you know, the price is going to stay the same.
1: Isn't the Swolel
2: $349?
0: Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. I, but I, I said no difference in models as a tie-in for
2: your next new story. Do you think they drop it when the leg comes out? <laughs> yes. Hmm. What do you think they drop it to? 249
0: John, what about you? Or maybe not, since the Swolel is going to be 349 Maybe they don't.
2: Yeah. I guess first, do you think they will drop it? If they do, what do you think they drop it to?
1: Depends on if they continue to manufacture the model. That's fair. Um,
2: but I, I really just think this is.
1: I'm sorry, I didn't go to the pivot. I, I, I just had some thoughts. Buddy, hey, I, I just Hakuna think is, Matata. Yeah, I just, I just, I don't understand why you. I don't know, Chris, Sean. Is there a frame of reference here where they have dropped the price of something in a region but overlooked another one, and just this is strange know. to me, regardless of what platform. Yeah, I this don't is know. bad. I don't like this. I, I yeah. really think this. Pr- this we price got more money in the drop. states.
0: We're rich over here. I'm sure. Yes, I, I mean, if the pr- I
1: I don't necessarily think the price drop was needed. Don't get mm. me wrong. But if you're going to do it in one region, it really just doesn't. I don't. I can't understand the PR for not doing it across the board. But that's don't. us. That that's all I'll say there. Regardless of the model.
2: Unless Chris uh, well, I was but gonna say it. the only thing I could possibly no, okay. think of, right? Like where you were asking that question, mm-hmm. I think Microsoft dropped the price of the Xbox 360 in Japan because yeah. I don't know if you know mm-hmm. this um to a dollar ninety nine. It wasn't doing <laughs> too good in Japan uh when it came out, <laughs> but um that did not appear. Yeah, yeah, right. You got five dollar.
1: But no, you you're you're probably
2: right in general. It,
1: Yeah, that that 360 was a good model. It was. There was some difference between the 360 and the Xbox One.
0: But before you make that pivot, at one point you also said the We pivots. I know that's that's part of the shtick now. (laughs) At one point you mentioned that the Wii U was the best model ever of Nintendo's.
1: Oh, that was a joke. You did
0: say it, and I (laughs) I said I
1: said I've always loved the Wii U. You
0: said it was the best Nintendo ever.
1: Yeah. It is, man. It was a great model.
0: You know, I've got no difference here.
1: Okay. Well, speaking of no difference in models, let's talk about Sony. Sony recently snuck in a revised model. Just snuck it in there, slid it in real nice. Whoa! Yeah. Whoa. Revised model the PS5, but reports assure us there is no difference in performance. Live According to Digital Foundry... And Sean, Digital Foundry would never lie to us. Uh, twice. Who tested, <laughs> tested the machines, found no substantial differences. Sony made some differences to the cooling system in the new version of the console. From a hardware perspective, though, the machine is approximately 300, uh, 300 grams lighter. I have no context for how heavy 300 grams is uh, than the original model, but shares the same dimensions. The stand also has been improved by not requiring you to use a screwdriver to secure it. So that's good. Yeah, that sucks, by the way. It did. I, I was I thought it was gonna break the thing.
2: Uh three hundred grams is equal to roughly 0.66 pounds.
1: Thanks, thanks, Chris.
0: Yes. What's that? One and a quarter system. cups.
2: One and a quarter cups. Yeah. Would you like ounces? I could go that way, but yeah. Figured. One and a quarter those. cups. I feel I like if- it's them going insane like last year because they didn't want that situation that occurred especially with the ps4 pro where the thing sounded like a jet engine all the time because it was trying to cool itself so like now they feel confident that that's not the case they're going can we shrink this down some right so good on them for doing it
0: <laughs> for apparently sure. 300 grams of cocaine is big enough to make a new whoa, bust whoa, alert whoa <laughs> yeah so that's probably a lot of cocaine Cocconia. Cocconia. If you were like me and recently uh, you you turned your PlayStation on, you had a firmware update. Let me tell you about it.
1: I love a good firmware. Mm. Right. Mm,
0: Right. Uh, The PS5 recently got a firmware uh, update that added the ability to expand your system storage. We told you guys that was coming and it actually did. Some are now saying that performance is improved on some software. That's also good, right? According to a review of the performance update by, once again, our boys at Digital Foundry, yeah. uh, in very select scenarios, it does seem as though PlayStation 5s are running faster than they were before with this new firmware. It was emphasized that the performance improvements were very minor, causing games like Control and Devil May Cry 5 uh, to run about 2 to 3% faster than the old f- firmware. And... Uh, I never played those games, so I wouldn't even know that they were running faster, to be honest with you, if I played them the first time.
1: Sean, uh, we'll get Chris to go play Control yeah. and report back to us.
0: Well, first, we got to get him to
1: buy a new... I would, uh,
2: I would play Devil to. May Cry as well.
1: I played both those you, games. You did play that one, I forgot. You did, did. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
2: Just one <laughs> of them was a game of the year, and the other was Devil May Cry 5.
1: Oh, It was a fun game. Devil. It was a fun yeah. game.
2: Hmm. I'm just glad that neither of those games got delayed when they came out. We
0: should delay, you know.
2: Yeah. One. Uh, EA has announced that Battlefield 2042 will be delayed until, luckily not too long here, November 19th.
0: Yeah, that's not bad.
2: The original release date was scheduled for October 22nd. (laughs) (laughs) Scheduled. According to a PROS release, given the scale of the COVID-19 pandemic, we had hoped Our teams will be back in the studios together as we move towards the launch, with the ongoing conditions not allowing for that to happen safely. And with all the hard work the teams are doing from home, we feel it's important to take the extra time to deliver on the vision of Battlefield 2042 for our players. An update on the open beta will be announced later this month. I'm all for this because if anyone knows anything about Battlefield 5 when that released, it was just an s show from the beginning i mean we're talking like you know modes that were completely delayed half a year that for an online game that did not need to be delayed for half a year uh you know bugs everywhere i think a lot of people said you know which was just so surprising because everyone raved uh sean i think you played battlefield one with me right yeah i I mean that game ran like a champ looked like a champ was great all around and you go to the Battlefield five and it was like, Oh, so I think dice understands, Hey, we got to get this right. And, you know, I'm totally fine with it. I guess it just kind of sucks for them because now that's pretty close to the call of duty launch. And then, you know, right afterwards is, is, yeah. is, is halo infinite. So I, they, I do probably want a little to bit around.
0: They want, they, they wanted no part of November. They yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. We're good. It turns out,
2: but Hey, money, <laughs>
0: Yeah, money. You know, if something sold really fast after its release, it probably means it was a hit and it probably made a lot of money.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, let me tell you about something, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> Tales of Arise has hit a milestone. Less than yeah. a week after less, <laughs> <laughs> less, less than a week after release, Tales of Arise is already, already, okay. Yeah. Already the fastest selling game in the series. Wait, it's a series? The game has surpassed wow. 1 million world, <laughs> worldwide only a few days after, re- after release. Quote, We are very proud and humbled. First of all, if you say you're humbled, you're not. You humbled. know, you
0: say that and that bothers me. Like a <laughs> humble person can say I'm humbled. They no. just did not it's-
1: listen
2: to Kendrick Lamar, did they?
1: No, yeah, because being humble means that you could not possibly admit you were ever humble because you're too humble to admit you're humble. Not you true, just you're say where you are humble. Nope. It's not that you can't so you're be calling all, that you're humble.
0: You're, you're calling all humble people. If they were created characters, their awareness would be zero. Oh, I'm Sean.
1: Calling, I'm calling all self-identified humble people.
2: <laughs> uh, Sean. Kendrick Lamar told other people they need to be humble. Yeah, sit down. Obviously, because they were not being humble. You know. Yeah.
1: Yeah. All right, we are, quote, we are very proud and humbled to see fans and newcomers reception playing Tales of a Rise. Our goal with this title was to open the franchise to as many players as possible while maintaining the tales of DNA. Oh, yeah, the tales, that's not wrong. The tales no. of yeah. DNA <laughs> and uniqueness <laughs> that has allowed the franchise to stay strong for more than 25 years. We would like to thank players for their support, In quote. In addition to sales, the game has reviewed very well i think that was um on what i don't know how many platforms it's on but at least on one it was a 87 on metacritic for playstation i I plan to get this game i think this game looks incredible
2: yeah i i want to get this but it's one of those things like now i'm just trying to figure out when i'm going to get it that's Mm -hmm. that's my only problem right now i feel really bad for it christmas buddy yeah that, Get it on
0: a sale somewhere.
2: I always the holidays. I always take it uh, the week of Thanksgiving off, and that might be the game for the week of Thanksgiving for me.
1: That'd be a good. Yeah. One. yeah. I mean, it'd be
2: all right. You never know. Humble brag.
0: Humble brag. <laughs> uh, well, if you're a fan of Star Wars and you liked uh, the developer behind Heavy Rain in Detroit Become Human, I got some pretty interesting news for you. turns out they are making a star wars game this is according to of course rumors rumors tend to come true in the gaming world for some reason and that's why we report them uh this comes by way of french youtuber um yeah go for it john get who Um, reports that the studio has signed a deal with disney dual shockers that's a great name Right, uh, that used to be the. Never mind. Uh, ah. Has revealed that it has its own sources that confirm the rumor. The site says that its source provided overwhelming evidence in its connections to Quantic Dream. What would you like to see come from the studio regarding a Star Wars game? I think that's a great question. Okay. To the news piece with
2: okay, okay. Han Solo loses young Am Driver in a mall, and. <laughs>
0: That's the real reason he killed Han Solo.
2: The whole entire time, he's just walking around calling him Jason for some reason. This is their way to
0: (laughs) retcon the, the mess that was the second movie.
2: 20 years later, Kylo Ren comes back, and he tortures Han Solo by making him go through a bunch of games to save Princess Leia, including one where Han Solo has to choose to either let Princess Leia die on the spot or cut off his first two fingers next to his thumb uh, to save her life after he goes through an electrical grid these are kinds of things that have been in Quantic Dream games by the way so this all fits this all could happen theoretically in the world of the Star Wars Quantic Dream (laughs) game and I really hope that Han Solo is played by someone who is French trying to do an American accent because that would just make it even better
1: I just think that this game should take place entirely on entirely on Cantabite, <laughs> so that they can finally make that location relevant to to a to a Star Wars story. Hmm.
0: Kylo, Show. Kylo, <laughs> I don't know. Kylo, I, I don't...
1: <laughs> Kylo, Kylo, Kylo. I can't.
2: That's oh a that's God. a reference built in time right there. oh my
0: god i you know i could see a very detective bounty hunter type that would be good like like that could work um not so much in the vein of heavy rain because that was very heavy it would be you, you got you stay away from that lane right but but with the visuals of a Detroit Become Human kind of atmosphere, but insert Star Warsy stuff to it, I think that could work.
2: So you're really? saying you want a game where the droids begin to question their existence. Are they real? Do they have, you know, knowledge of so you, who they are? So if
0: you start saying something like C-3PO and R2-D2 fight us yes. and say they've had enough with the rebellion, Yes, I don't like where this is going. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Hey, boys, Chris, be ready. Believe it or not, he's taking a drink. He's he's loosening up his vocal cords. We are here. We've made it, ladies and gentlemen. Do you know where we've made it? Chris is about to tell you. Finally this week! Came in hot. I was expecting more of the... uh, Finally this week.
2: Neil! I'm going to do it in this voice now. Neil Truckman goes to Hollywood. (laughs) Neil Druckmann See? will apparently direct some episodes in the upcoming HBO series, The Last of Us. That's News nice. comes by way of the updated population list of the Director's production, Guild of Chris, Production
0: list. Listen. List. That matters, Chris. You I can not derail you. you can, but that production list versus population list
2: matters. That's Chris. fair. That's fair. You can't misspeak that word. News comes by way of the updated production list. Of the Directors Guild of Canada, listing Druckman as one of the five directors for this show's first season. <laughs> it's currently unclear how many episodes he will direct, as he's currently one of the show's executive producers.
1: Yes, yeah, and more.
2: And we'll give you the world. <laughs> it's a more from the news of the world of Hollywood. This is weekly Games chat news. <laughs> no, um, that's awesome for him.
1: I think he's I come think that's full circle.
2: And if there's yeah. one guy from video games right now that's earned that, right? He probably is the guy. So, well, I
0: like to say stuff like this just to elicit a reaction. But John hates Neil Druckmann. <laughs> no, not not even a retort, huh? Not even buying I, I into that.
1: I would, I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't <laughs> say I hate the guy. Right. I'm just, I'm just not exactly partial to him.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. but do you not think it's good for the series? that he's at least going to be tied into it a little bit. Well,
1: he's going to show up on set and wonder why nobody's in green suits with dots all over them.
0: <laughs> that's that's funny. That's actually because in video games, that's what they do.
1: No, he has. He, I mean, he's probably been preparing for this for years. Yeah. This is probably what he wants to do with his life, to be perfectly honest with you.
0: You're just making assumptions about a man you don't even know, huh?
1: Do is you that think. Um,
0: does,
1: that, does that assumption reflect. You once told on you?
0: me about Umi. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Do you
1: uh? Hold on. You once told me about is that cowbell? Are
2: we getting more cowbell? What was that? (laughs) That sounded like cowbell.
1: Oh, it was my can going into my glass.
2: John, do you think his direction for Pedro Pascal is gonna be like so? Faster with more intensity. He's like, do do the Mandalorian, but wait, Pedro
0: Pascal's in The Last of Us.
2: He's playing uh, Joel. Oh,
0: I think I knew that, didn't I? Yeah, you did. I do
1: that. Don't embarrass us anymore.
0: Yeah, I need to. Hey, Chris, can you edit that from the show? (laughs) (laughs) Like you edited last week's awesome uh, Twitch stream? That's right.
2: You shout your mom's box thug live. (laughs) Things sometimes have to be edited out. I don't know. No, they don't. Only when it's erroneous to what you've done. Do you even know what
1: that word means, Sean? It does.
0: It means when he messed up, John, and we didn't (laughs) mess up he messed up and took it out if we mess up it stays in i don't
2: if you ask me to remove it it's i'll true. remove it
0: but you never asked me to that's not that's not true either
2: you want to wrap this up
0: <laughs> never
2: just you say okay
0: Sometimes, probably my most favorite part of the show, yeah. and this is where we get to hear from from you guys that listen and, and write in via via
2: email. What? What? You skip something? What I skip? We said emails. There's something you say. Yeah, I do.
1: <laughs> I'm
2: not doing it this week. Electronic mail from the year from the <laughs>
1: Chris, that's, that reminds me of when Brian Altano all of a sudden stopped doing Brat Brap. Do you remember that?
2: No, because I stopped listening to <laughs> Podcast Beyond long beforehand.
0: <laughs> Honest to God,
1: I completely, that's a lot of stuff, Chris.
0: I completely I was so, I had started reading an email and my my train of thought went, went awry. I shouldn't do that anymore because it messes my game performance up.
2: For the record, there's one that came in at 6.57pm that I plan to read. Oh, I see it yeah
0: okay you can read that one i'll read the one that came in on the 14th john read the 17th and then you want me to john read the if you one? want or crit it doesn't matter
2: i'll take both those um,
0: okay yeah. so here we go if you want to write into us and you want to have a chance to have your email read on the show so cool. um he's just the worst so cool. uh, weekly games chat at gmail.com that is the official email for us and i'll start off with an email from uh annie hi annie Hello, he says. Annie says, "Hey, guys." So, hey, Annie, for sure. I hope you're all doing well. I've been meaning to email for a while, so here it goes. Two things. Two things. There we go. One, Chris, your review of the Mass Effect trilogy was awesome. I was on the fence for a little bit, uh, whether or not I wanted to give those games a go with the addition of the Legendary Edition, because unfortunately, my first introduction to Mass Effect, oof. Ooh, was Andromeda. Yes. I know, I know, I know. But your review sent me over the edge and my life is forever changed. And I will be forever thankful. Let's get him caught. He's sitting back down. Chris, Annie is very thankful for your review. Um, I've still got to read more of the email. I just wanted to catch you up. Yeah. Uh, of the of the legendary edition of Mass Effect trilogy. Annie's first, uh, first entry into Mass Effect was Andromeda. Oh, wow. I'm sorry. She knows, she knows, <laughs> she knows, she knows. She knows. Um, But your review uh, sent her over the edge, and and, uh, her life has changed forever, and she will be forever thankful.
2: I say that to anyone who uh, gives the series a shot, and especially with the first game, can survive the 2007-ish moments of it. um, Because, man, the back end of that story is great, and from there on out, it's a wonderful treat. Uh, Three was their personal favorite. Hmm.
0: Uh, three was my personal favorite, but the trilogy as a whole is a masterpiece. Three. And I enjoyed the story and character development. So much work might have been called out from all from an all-nighters. Mm. Or, I'm sorry, let me read that. So, uh, so, much, so much so work might have been called out from an all-nighters might have occurred. Mm. Might have possibly. Just saying. Uh, so, point number two. Mm. Sean, as a fellow Guardian, what are your thoughts and prayers on the current season and are you hyped for the upcoming expansion keep up the good work fellas and game on that's from annie Annie game on uh I am uh i'm what do you call it head first deep back in destiny there you are and um I'm enjoying the current season I really really am i'm get, my my main focus has been getting caught up with the light level of my friends so I can raid and yes I am very excited and hyped for the upcoming expansion um so yeah we we the reason I kind of got back into destiny full swing is because my friends pointed out that it was a a great season to jump back in I've I purchased previous ex- seasons expansion boys I put some money in this thing um uh, so I am I am liking it uh I, Annie my friends tell me I can't play as hunter and for all of my destiny players out there that kind of hurt me I loved my hunter hmm. who asked right well I just told you that's what's up but Annie thank you so much for the uh the email and Chris thank you for apparently let Annie know that there was something out there other than Andromeda
2: yeah and uh, to her point I know I always will you know I think write love letters to two I think three has the best pure combat in the game so I totally yeah, understand totally yeah, understand yeah, yeah. why someone loved that one
0: <clears throat> alright uh, John be ready because you need to let me know where this email came from okay I don't know <laughs> if you can see it <laughs> you might have to zoom in a little bit all
1: right uh all right game uh email comes from eli hey guys hey hey (laughs) what is the most popular game that is severely overrated also what is a non-popular game that is severely underrated Ooh! thanks Sent from an iPhone's iPhone, those
2: are two really good questions. What Um, is the most overrated popular game? Man, that that has I'm gonna I gotta google it to see
0: if it gives me some ideas. Let's see, most overrated popular
2: The Legend of Zelda Twilight Princess. Sorry, John. (laughs) john i hate
0: to say this but google said the number one most overrated video game of all time
2: is assassin's creed from himself (laughs) wow i wouldn't go that far i wouldn't either i didn't feel like that one was overrated that one was panned yeah Yeah. well i'm just telling you that's what they said um non-popular game that is severely underrated um based on what we are probably talking about next week, unless something really weird happens, this game actually came into the game that we are probably talking about next week made me think about this game. Uh, It's called No More Lives. Um, Came out in 2000 and there was a lot of things from the game that we're talking about next week that maybe remember this and I feel like um it's done by monolith uh which is the folks who do of course i think most people know them now as the uh shadow of mordor folks but it was well reviewed but i don't think it was well selling you know at the time so for me
0: for my most one my, I, my, I need to check if this is right i just don't remember this game being popular mm-hmm. but it's my gears of war game oh need see, oh see judgment there. yeah i don't know if that was uh that game for me, it, it very much went under my radar, and I'm a big Gears of War fan. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: and you I would remember. say it's underrated.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's my underrated game. Like, go for it, people! People need to play that game. That game is so—it's one of those classics that I don't know that we're—I don't know how we're gonna see these moving forward. But everybody remembers this, mm-hmm. like your Xbox 360s and stuff like that. At the end of those cycles, some of the greatest games were optimized on these systems. Mm-hmm. They finally had all the data on them. And you got some of the best experiences. And for me, that was Gears of War Judgment. Mm -hmm. However, Mm -hmm. I say that, um, it it got great, it's got great ratings out there. So for (laughs) but for me, that one that one seems to be that
1: seems to be
2: See see to me, underrated is not necessarily critics Mm. because I feel like, yeah, critics understand something. It's kind of like when we go back, even if you want to talk about Psychonauts, the original Psychonox was very well praised, but It just didn't hit with the general public, right? Like that's another one you could put in that vein, or Alan Wake. Um, you know, there there are a lot of these types of games where for whatever reason they just don't find a mass audience and it kinda sucks. You know. Epic Mickey even, right? I wish Epic maybe had done more.
0: Possibly. Um you got an overrated chunk? um, that's tough. I, immediately, I thought of this is bad. I thought of the Call of Duty series, but I couldn't highlight a game because this had some good moments. But I don't have a particular game. I, I'm, I'm going to struggle on that one. Modern War Two. Um, I remember. I I remember the game I got most hyped about. That that let me down the most. I've recently tried to replay it, and that was No Man's Sky. And but mm-hmm. I wasn't alone in that. That game was hype. Everybody wanted to try it out, and then it was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I, you know what i gotta give props that's a really good email kind of puts us on the spot that's a hard question john yeah, what's your nice.
2: overrated
1: the first one that comes to mind would be games played recently that would be um not to say it's not a good game or even a great game but last of us part two i think is a
2: what high what gel what? Yeah, um, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <It's yellow> putting <laughs>
1: I mean, most people would tell you when it comes to storytelling, you don't bring people up to a high and, and a high, and then slam you back down, and then bring you back up to a high to a high, and then slam you back down. Most people would tell you in a storytelling technique that is not how you tell an engaging story. But I will say an under an underrated game. Not two, but two of them come to mind: Bioshock, Guacamelee as an hmm, underrated game. that one. Um, Skyward Sword is a highly underrated Zelda title. Um so I mean those are those those are just some that come to mind for me personally. And I like all of them, even the even the overrated game. I want to make that clear that I consider overrated I I think it's a I think it's worthy of your time um because it does some very brilliant things. Very
0: nice. Brilliant oh. as in uh the taste of this pizza I'm eating right now. I, I want to be your mouth. It's, dude. Is, I just put some garlic sauce on it. <laughs> it would be, it would be so good in my mouth right now. Wait, What
1: I oh. want to be, not in. What? I want to be what? In.
0: Uh, Chris, next <laughs> email, buddy. <laughs> hey,
2: folks. This is coming from Tom. Hey, Tom. Hey, Tom. Apparently, he wrote this in the morning because he says, "Good morning, gents." Hello. Good morning. I just saw your call out on Twitter to write in and since it's 4 30 a.m in australia and i'm running a covid quarantine hotel on night shift oh dear what better time to write in quote you may also note that i am quite literally sending you electric electronic mail from the future because you see exactly australia my, yeah. is yeah. ahead of us so you know Tom, does your
1: toilets uh flush the no. opposite direction false <laughs>
2: I've been listening for a year or so now, and once I started, I haven't missed an episode. Thank Your you. intro music generally pumps me up, yeah. and I love all the boys' banner slash old man chat. Ah, Whoa, we got a fan. For reject. Old man chat. We got a. We got to delete this. No, can't have old man chat. Uh, People love it. One person didn't. It's wholesome and intelligent. Even if we don't give up. Can't say that word about the main topic. I still really enjoy the discussion, and I dare say I'm not alone in that regard. That's I awesome. always move your pod to the top of my queue whenever it's released, so it's fair to say I rate it ten out of ten, Richards, or six out of nine of your mom's boxes. i see what you do there. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> my <about> wholesome. right. <laughs> Anyways, my brain is night shift mush. So I have nothing really intelligent to say other than keep up the great work. And as always, game on. Tom. Hey, by the way. Game the
1: F on, Tom.
2: Tom sent this from his iPhone. Not an iPhone's iPhone. Just his iPhone.
1: Uh, Chris, obviously this is a very flattering email filled with compliments. So we we do appreciate it. But I would love to know Mm -hmm. a little bit more about a COVID quarantine hotel.
2: Actually, if you want to hear about that, um, Alon Pierce, go back to her because she. Oh, he says in wanna Australia. Hear,
0: we want to hear yeah. from Tom, Chris.
2: Oh, okay, yeah, Tom, yeah, give us that.
0: Did you? Are you? Are,
2: no, are you I will. I, I was pivoting off because you know this. You watched Alon Pierce. Alon Pierce went back to Australia to visit family and literally had to stay in a COVID hotel for fourteen days, um, and then apparently had like a three month period trying to get out of the country. So. Australia is yeah. fun. Yeah. We have one more email. I don't think we should read it. I think we it should. It came just... in
0: late, you know.
2: This person has been banned from chats. That's all I'm saying due to inactivity. Hello, John, Sean, and Chris. I was
1: first. Hi.
2: Yeah. Hi. Just wanted to write a quick email to say hello. I was super busy over the summer. And now I'm in my last year of law school. Pfft, like that takes effort. Uh, I accepted a position at a firm in Richmond doing corporate transitional work, which is exactly what I wanted to do when I started. So obviously I'm super excited. Whoa. Corporate law in the house. Uh, I haven't missed <laughs> any shows. Just been lurking and narcissistically smiling. Every time my name gets mentioned on the show, I bet you do. I'm about three-fourths of the way through Psychonauts 2. This is definitely the first game I've played that feels like a true next-gen experience, similar to what I imagine Ratchet & Clank felt like with the use of the SSD. Uh, I still need to go back and finish Mass Effect 2 next. I had a glitch on the DLC heist mission and got frustrated. Put it down. Maybe it's fixed by now. I hope so. Anyway, until next time, Richards, friend of the show. <laughs> I feel like I should redact this name, but it doesn't say anything but Platt. Ugh.
0: He normally doesn't say Platt, does he? Doesn't he normally say his, 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 his like short and first name? Or not,
2: yeah. not crazy. I don't know. He he changes it up. Yeah,
0: uh, no, not, I I love my buddy Platt. And it's good to hear from you, man. And I'm very proud of you.
2: I'm proud that, that, that may he not is, have any weight at all. <laughs> hey, I'm very proud that he's made a three fourths of the way through Psychonauts too. I don't care what he does with the corporate lawyership now. <laughs> I kid. I kid. Platt, we need you to come back and play um uh Elden Ring when it comes out in uh January here. I mean I need to know how to cheese the game and you're 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 the guy I go to for that, buddy. Uh,
0: speaking
1: of my Elden Ring uh, yeah
2: okay I was going to out loud what Chris? Sean do people write us on discord yeah I was
0: going to say speaking of emails in uh, weekly games chat discord not of Elden Rings we do have uh, a couple of emails over here and I I got a, a couple from Yuri and a couple from Cosmic I'll take Yuri and then one of you guys take Cosmic if that works or I can take them all and we just respond it doesn't matter
2: John, what you? Um, hmm? Can you pull it up, or is it me, John? I got it, buddy. Here we go. Okay. The
0: convo that followed my email was so funny, and this is from Yuri, who sent an email last week. Funny and apropos. District Thirteen was Luke Besson's. Uh, it feels like John passed on his mental virus to Chris, so his movie wires got crossed in a similar way, and he linked an IMDb District Thirteen, a B Thirteen reference. It was. You gotta, you have to listen to know where that. Or was Or isn't coming.
2: it? Isn't technically assault on precinct thirteen? Maybe that's what no. I was thinking of,
0: but possibly.
2: Yeah, yeah, I don't know. He goes on to say, "I admit I skipped forward to emails to hear
0: this, and then I listened from the start when you talked about new iPhones. It made me wonder: Have you ever talked about Apple Arcade? Mm. Uh, other than being in the news, I don't think we have. Like just not a much. little blip. Yeah, not much. This being a games podcast, it would make sense. Two things. Uh, especially now when the phones are the size of a Nintendo Switch and we can connect various console controllers to iOS and it makes Apple Arcade a legitimate video games uh, source or resource. So I got three free months, uh, plus one additional month free trial of Apple Arcade with my new iPhone SE2. And I have to say, I've been enjoying a handful of games with my PS4 controller more than I expected. I played some Baldo, uh, Leo's Fortune, Motion mm. CD, Cat Quest 2, and Samurai Jack Battle through time. Also, I've been sporadically playing KOTOR and on iOS for the past three years. That's crazy. This is my first playthrough, and I've been struggling a bit with the outdated interface. I also need to find a good guide, because uh, I can't find a way out of the first area on the pla- planet. Mm. Anyway, any thoughts or experiences about gaming on the iOS? Um, okay. Other than, like, quick... That one game that Chris used for Poop Game, where you could just slide like King oh, stuff, and right? Yeah, yeah. I don't know, dude. I tried to play like Mario Run and stuff like that. Totally not the same, I know, but I don't. I can't add anything.
2: Yeah, I mean, outside of like card games, I just don't do much on iOS and it's nothing against it. I think it would be different. I think for all three of us, especially if like we lived in the major city and we weren't working from home. Right. And therefore your phone becomes something where if you're taking public transportation every day, you know, just because that's how most people move in a major city. A lot of times um, it, it would be a very different experience for all three of us Uh, as a result it's pretty hard for us to sit there and go, well, there's this thing that we're going to go and devote time just sitting on our phones doing right. Versus how I feel like those who live in major cities, how they experience those games where it's like, it's two to three, maybe 10 minutes at a time. Right. While they're just trying to kill time where they can't do anything else. And then they come back to it, say eight hours later when they're on the way home. And we don't have that experience, unfortunately. So it's really hard for us to talk on it. Yeah? Yeah. That said, (laughs) Cosmic112 says, Hey guys, what games that you have played would you like to rename? Also great podcast as usual.
0: Thank you. One that comes to mind for me is renaming Knack. Oh God, yeah, that's a good one. Knack kicks effing A. That's what the name of that game should be because NAC indeed does kick effing A. John?
2: What would I rename? Hmm.
1: I don't know that I have anything on this one.
2: I would rename... Hmm. I would rename No More Heroes because I just don't think it really tells you what the hell that game's about <laughs> from afar. <laughs> so there you go. There's one. Also, he asked uh, one more question. What video game outfit would you wear in real life? Also, I kind of stole this one question from another podcast, but I really liked it. John would wear Isaac's outfit, I feel. Every day. Real talk
0: in real life. (laughs) I don't care. I got a few that I would rock. I would rock Link's tunic. Mm. I would rock Altair's uh, Assassin's Creed Get Up or Ezio's and sure. I also would rock Master Chief's entire Master Chief outfit because who would mess with me? It'd be, it'd be cool. But if you're thinking of more like day to day, I would probably have to dress more like a Nathan Drake.
2: Day to day, I would dress like Mario... And I would gladly shave down to a mustache if I did that, just because. I mean, <laughs> it's suspenders and a shirt I could God. free ball it underneath. No one's gonna know. Um, and then the other side, if I want to be cool, I mean, I always want to be Commander Shepard. I'm a Mass Effect guy, so.
0: What about the main character in Cyberpunk? What does he look like?
2: V. She, however, I don't know what they yeah. well name is V, regardless. But uh, however you want them to look now. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> John, you got one?
1: Yeah, I would. I would dress like. Uh, I would dress in Samus's power suit. Yes, I would <laughs> dress like a girl.
0: That's fantastic, John.
1: Who doesn't, I totally... who doesn't want to try a morph ball? Right. Just want to try it.
2: There you go. Well, you if if people... can swallow this food.
0: People <laughs> reached out to us
2: this week, Chris, on Twitter. That's a social network.
0: That is us known as social media. Uh, well, we had a direct message, and I, I teased this at the beginning of the show, and it's from our friend over across the pond, at Nat the Gooner. So uh, this is picking up from last week's episode where you kind of question who your team would really be in the Premier League if you were to follow because you had roots and yada, 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 right? So uh, here it goes. Chris was asking about any Premier League teams in the southwest of England that he could support well the nearest would be southampton fc they are a nice club quite like richmond fc and ted lasso they are right on the coast and have the nickname of the saints due to their old stadium being called saint mary's i phoned them and they said they would be delighted to have chris as a supporter (laughs) and in fact several players of of them listen to weekly game chat so that's nice I said, that's awesome. I almost told Chris that he could root for Southie. Um, and then so Nat replied with, it's official then. You are officially a Southampton FC football fan, Chris, of the English Premier
2: League. Let's go, and Southie. I, think- I heard you're like Ted Lasso. <laughs> Woo!
0: <laughs> there it is. We did it, Nat. He's going to watch uh, the Premier League, and he's going to root for uh, Southampton. Are we good? FC? We're not good, are we? Uh so, uh, yeah, moving on from that question, Chris, the, the, the fans are very fanatical about their as most Premier League clubs are because they're, they're tied to their cities. You know, um, I would love to see you in a home game amongst those fans. That would make my day. It really would. Do you uh, think I you can do get want them do,
2: to a Bama game afterwards. Or well, uh, that like would be nice. Goals. Hey, A one in one.
0: I come yeah. there for a football game in your stadiums. Then you come over to Tuscaloosa. That would be a really good thing, Chris. I think we should put some legwork on that and make it happen. They could hear uh, but Dixie reading, Land, huh? the light. <laughs> <laughs> what we're reading from, of course, is our Twitter uh, direct messages. We're at on Twitter at Weekly Games Chat. Uh, and that is where the link is, to if you wanted to find a way to get over to Discord. Let me see if we have any new followers. I don't know. I didn't think we had any this week. I'd already follow them back. But, yeah, I think that about does it for the emails and social network portion of this fine podcast Chris John this has been episode 326 and to everybody listening please make sure wherever you download the podcast leave us a review it helps folks like yourself find us and we appreciate that and then one day we'll get an email from a night shift COVID worker in Australia at a hotel it's fantastic that's mm-hmm. awesome uh, to Chris and John I tell you, you guys both came on hey game on Sean, game on John and game on South EFC. Woo! <laughs> Weekly Games Chat on Twitter. You can find us on uh, Twitch as well. WeeklyGamesChat at gmail.com email. You know how to get in touch with us. We have a Discord. Join us. Just like uh, you did this week. We appreciate you. This is normally where our, we start putting our little taglines in there. You're about to hear them. Here's mine. Peace out, everybody.
2: Your mom's box. Yeah.